she's the one who has contacted me back via someone I know very well about this thing that I've offered to do. She doesn't know me from a bar of soap. So she's like, yeah, well, I've actually got a lot of people. Like she did, she tried to do the big fob off yesterday. I'm like, look, love, I'm really busy. If you don't want my help, you're fucked. <laughs> I have other things to do. I don't need to be here. Right. So, so you're meeting her tomorrow now? Um, yeah, I am. And let's get into the episode because that's actually my okay. part of my thing. So let's start. Um... Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Bulgariad and Beyond podcast. I'm Alicia. And decided to get into this week's chapter. How are you, Sandra? Oh, sorry, I totally missed that. <laughs> My brain. <laughs> I think I just had like a little brain pop blot inside <laughs> of my head. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. She's talking. She's introducing. I can just like get all crazy for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, what was the question? How are you doing? No, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a very nice example of how I'm doing. Because <laughs> so, my week. I would describe my week. Let's have a let's have a bit of a look into the potion cup. I'm literally looking into my desk. You can't see me because it's an audio show. But it's been. Am I even on? I'm not even on the right page. I just read the notes that I've got in front of me and going, that's not my week. <laughs> At least you realized it before you started talking. Far out. This is my week, dudes. Okay. Yeah. My week has been salty spice. <laughs> salty spice. But because, well, and in, in a good way and, you know, in a self-reflective, holy crap, do I actually do that? I don't want to see that about myself way also. So let's see. So this, this, the spiced part is I started taking a morning tonic. Um, my girlfriend and I started taking a morning tonic because um, we needed to do some anti-inflammatory goodness to our bodies because she's starting to, her knuckles are starting to get a little bit kind of that arthritic feeling, a couple of her fingers in particular, and just general inflammation, problems in our bodies for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And so ages ago, I gave my mum the recipe for this tonic to help with her um, inflammation and puffy fingers and like fluid, she's got a little bit of diabetes and stuff. And I couldn't remember what the recipe was. So I actually had to get it off her. So it's this nice little circle that's come around again. I go to her, she gives it back to me. And this is actually like the first time in my life. Well, yeah, the first freaking time in my life that I have taken my own medicine. Like I am, I know all the things. I will give you advice. I'll give you great advice. I will guide you. I will help you understand yourself. I will give you the tools. I will tell you the potions. I will give you the ingredients. Damn it, I'll. But I don't (laughs) take it myself. I know I should. Should, hate that word. But I don't. And so this is like the first time. Secrets, guys. First time I've actually taking my own medicine. Do you want to know what's in my potion? Like my literal potion? I do because I want to start taking it. (laughs) I like inflammation. I need that right now. So my literal potion is a teaspoon of turmeric, a teaspoon of ginger, a couple of shakes of black pepper, a few shakes of cinnamon, a big squeeze of lemon juice, a bit of honey just because serious dragon mouth going on here (laughs) and just put enough hot water into it so that it's like I put like maybe half a half a cup of hot water so it turns it into 
something that resembles a tea, <laughs> but you just really want to drink as fast as you can. <laughs> <laughs> and so <clears throat> there's a technique to the taking of the potion, my darling. Stir clockwise, stir clockwise, stir clockwise. Chuck a few anti-clockwises in there. Keep stirring, 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 stirring till it's all swirly. Take a swig. Then stir it up again because you do not want to let this stuff settle to the bottom because the last gulp is going to make you have to fill up your glass again so that you can get it down because you've got to keep all of that stuff swirling, swirling. Mm -hmm. so you stir it between gulps. And like, and so if we get to the end of it and Hanukkah and I stand in the kitchen like this, we do this before breakfast for the last three mornings. So I've only done it three times. So tomorrow will be the fourth. So we stand in the kitchen like at the sink and like down this potion. And then the next thing we do is take our coconut oil, which is something that we do also for gut health. Um, for different reasons, I have, I'm sensitive to um, gluten. She's sensitive to, well, I think it's just general inflammation that's her problem, but I took her off gluten a while ago and it seemed to help. But so we take um, a teaspoon of coconut oil with a bit of honey drizzled on top and we put it on a teaspoon and then upend the honey first onto our tongues. And that's just like a nice soothing balm because by the time you finish taking this cup of spices, you really need something soothing on your tongue. <laughs> that sounds pretty amazing though. I mean, have you noticed any kind of, I mean, it's only been a few days, but have you noticed oh, a shift? shit, yes. So Hanukkah, who has, who had a complete collapse um, about 10 years ago, it was chronic fatigue has a normal amount of energy but to her it feels like supercharged because <laughs> she had a normal amount of energy yeah for such a long time the muscle aches which were just like oh well this is just the way it's going to be for the rest of forever and it'll just gradually get worse are gone they're just the general muscle ache and fatigue now is this something that you created or have you heard about this <laughs> I mean, I'm curious because it well, sounds like something I've been looking for my entire life. Well, it's not something I created. I remember finding it somewhere when I was looking for anti-inflammatory stuff for my mum to help her system. And I've recently come across um, lots of different nutritional supplements and anti-inflammatory and just good for your things like juicing and um, smoothies and, um, you know, um, nutritional medicine like food as medicine. I'm in a, in, a, in a Facebook group and we do a lot of talking about this kind of stuff, alternative medicines and food as medicine, as an alternative to loading your system up with drugs and poisons and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So welcome to the nutrition show, guys. You thought you were talking about It's amazing. So that's really been my week. And so along with all of this, like I'm finding my tissue... Like if I, I have been puffy for like forever, like lots of fluid in my tissue and I, I don't have it. I don't have it. So, so to the point where I could like, I'm, I'm poking my arm guys, you can't see it, where I could like poke my uh, finger into my upper arm, not terribly hard. Oh, that's even better than yesterday. And it would be so painful. And it would stay painful. Like I would feel the pressure, the push for, for, you know, up to 15 or 20 minutes after it. And it would feel bruised. Like, but even like between yesterday and today, it's better again. So the general inflammation in my entire body, I'm thinking more clearly. I feel more, more grounded. Hanukkah is like, she's, she's like the brain fog is gone. Mm-hmm. See, that's, I think I'm more like on Hanukkah's level with that stuff. And that's why I'm like, this is, sounds like, you know, and I've, I've, I do a lot of natural home remedy stuff. And like, that's why I get so excited hearing about all of this, because I'm also really passionate about it. But I'm going to start trying this tomorrow morning, you know. It's, like, really, it's like an instant difference. And, and my mum has brain fog, has had brain fog for years, serious gut problems, because a woman won't take care of herself, mom. You've taken your tonic, you know. 
two days and she noticed a difference. Yeah. Yeah. The brain fog for me has always been an issue. Yeah. Um, and, and it does, it affects you like midday. I just want to crash and like take a two hour nap, but it's no, you're a mom yeah. and you got to go pick up your kids. Yeah. You need to do your work right now. You can't sleep right now. Yeah. And so, so, so I'm, I am noticing a difference. I am noticing a digestive difference, friends. There's stuff going on in there that <laughs> I'm not quite sure about yet, but I'm sure it will settle down. Yeah. It's probably helped cleansing. I'm sure it cleanses well, the digestive you know, If mother, it, and so often, like our entire system, we spend our lifetimes in flame. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and all of, so I'm, very very excited about this because maybe it'll help with my pancreatitis symptoms and that kind of stuff and so we'll just see so anyway very very long story short guys <laughs> i feel good good well i'm gonna start doing that every morning myself and I'm, okay. i'll check in next week because i am really excited about this cool yes it's like I, I already do my green smoothie every morning uh, you know what we could do? Oh, I just had a great thought. Um, spot. Breaking what? news. Okay. We could literally do a potion section in our podcast. Oh. Maybe Ooh. not every week, but you know, sometimes. Yeah, like a special a special added in. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. I just invented yeah. a thing. Yeah. That's well, you got first potion segment today guys there you go by by accident but completely amazing excellent uh, okay so potion of the week there you go and the other thing i was going to talk about you know because i haven't talked enough yet <laughs> go ahead. it's about how i play the queen and i'm really can't believe I'm saying this. I'm only saying it because it's you in front of me and I can imagine that there's nobody else listening to this and nobody else will ever listen to this. I get really uppity and on my high horse and oh crap, it's really... I don't like it. <laughs> well, I do like it when I'm doing it, but I don't like looking at it and going, oh, you did that and you were just really up yourself and, and ooh. is this now like from when you were doing videos and you watch them back or are you getting feedback from people on no, oh that would be horrifying wouldn't it no <laughs> no this is my own brilliant self-realization see see i'm doing it i'm so brilliant no i realized that um i had quite a humbling moment if i'm going to be serious about it, i had a, quite a humbling moment today actually um where i offered my assistance to someone who doesn't really know me in another group that i'm in and this in this group i know some of the you know moderators very well we have a personal personal relationship and but this particular moderator that I'm dealing with, she doesn't really know me from a bar of soap. So she doesn't know what I'm capable of or how special and twinkly I am. And so I really just totally got my nose out of joint and started telling myself stories about why she was treating me this way. You know, that there's that horrible naggy voice in your head that tells you all the stories that makes you feel like shit. And, right. and so you know, I was just having a grand old time and they're going, well, who the heck does she think she is? Doesn't she know how special I am? <laughs> oh, it was really horrible when I stopped and just went, hang on a sec, just hold on a sec. All she did was ask you a question, a completely valid question. What the hell is going on in your head, woman? So I had to give myself a good serious talking to and I feel much better now. The good thing is that you're aware of it. You caught it, you know, and, and you're able to work through it. We all have that stuff. And we definitely all have those stories that run through our heads. But uh, it is about just regrounding yourself and moving forward. I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Not for a while. <laughs> 
I was waiting to see if you were going to have a glass of wine. But no, no, no that water, water. I've, oh, that's the other thing. I'm not finished talking, apparently. I haven't had any wine for three whole, four days. Four days I haven't had any wine. Is this part of trying to do this de-inflammation? Well, because I was kind of starting to get pancreatitis symptoms more often than not and that's not a good thing and I know that wine's not good for me and I'm just contrary and I just give the finger to my body and go I don't care I'm gonna do what I want and my body goes guess what you're really not yeah yeah so no wine for me just to help just to see what I see what this tonic does to my body in general and then you know we'll see right yeah that's a good point no wine so for for my week I, I was it's, it's funny because my mind I feel like it's probably back to this brain fog thing but I was trying to think back on my week I'm like what even happened during this last week I don't it feels like a blur anymore but what I've come up with is that my last week was salty sweet and it's like last week was really salty for me because <laughs> my my oldest child was homesick for two days, like sick, you know, she wasn't really sick because the first day it was, she, she was saying her throat felt swollen, you know, and I get it. That's uncomfortable. That's kind of, you still got to go through your day, you know, but then she started saying her stomach hurts. I'm like, okay, you can stay home. Um, and so since I work from home, it's, uh, harder for me and I know it's just me, but harder for me to get in the right mindset to work and create if my children are here um so my most productive days are days that they're in school and also days that you know Nathan's at work because he has two weekdays off so those days that he's here are also harder for me to kind of focus the tv's going you know people are moving around and I just find it harder and so I was a little bit irritated with my child because she, she played it up for two days and she just gets in the state where I'm kind of like, it's not worth it to me to argue and force you to go while you're having a fit about it. So just stay home. Uh, and I give in a little bit, but um, that part was a bit salty. Plus I was going through some of my own like kind of, I guess health issues, nothing serious, but I'm on the mend now. It is all tied back to that um, experience I had a few weeks ago that really, it was like an emotional, spiritual, weird, like darkness versus light type thing in the middle of the night that took me over. But um, it's, it's winding down and I'm finally like getting through that. So that's also been a little bit of a challenge, but um, the sweet part is that I've been able to like really find the courage to go into the places that I've really shunned for a long time and like tried to stay away from. Like for me, that's um, because I'm such a quiet person. I've always been introverted. I always just want to stay in my little cave and like never really share with people what I'm doing never really let people see me never get up and be center of stage because I have this had this great fear of you know I don't know what it is maybe judgment or something because I was judged really harshly as a little kid um just for the way my voice sounded and I think it's carried all the way to even today and so by making myself starting to do more videos in my business and even getting, getting my first Instagram lives was like a huge thing. I have, that's the first time I've ever done a live video. This I saw some of it. I know. I saw you pop in there and I almost, <laughs> it like distracted my train of thought for a minute just because I was like, Oh, and I was going to say hi. And I'm like, Nope. Yeah, I like a little grid was for me. Yeah, <laughs> it was. So it's, yeah, it's just really been about like, stopping it's again those stories like stop those stories that run through your head and just really connect with the, the real me that I as we all are gifted at birth the real version of ourselves that gets diminished further and further as we grow up and society and stories and everything take over 
So it's been like up and down, but overall it's been really awesome because I'm starting to feel even more than I was like liberated from this darkness, whatever I call, I call it darkness because it always felt so heavy and I always felt so like, um, like I was doing something wrong in my life. Mm-hmm. So now I'm finally putting that all like behind me and it's, it's coming even more so as the more I, I do video stuff, which is something I, I've always like cringed at with myself on video and I still do, but I'm kind of like at this point, it's not about me. It's about getting this message out there and about helping people. So that's been pretty cool. And I have been, you know, getting some uh, responses from people. It's been really encouraging. So, and it's a really, really great message guys. So check out Alicia's stuff. The story, what's the name of your podcast? The Story Guide Podcast. The Story Guide Podcast. Go and search it up. I'll put a link in the show notes because it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, you know. Um, But yeah, that's really been, and even being more like firm in what I'm saying uh, on the podcast and stuff. Like yesterday I recorded one. I can't put it up this week for specific reasons, but that I would, I just got on there and basically I started like, you know, a little bit calling people out because mm. it's, it's kind of like they, they say they want to, yeah, I want to be on the show and I want to submit my story and then there's no follow through. They don't actually do it. There's like 20 people on this list of like, yeah, I want to do it. Really? Reach out. Uh, hey, are you still interested? Oh yeah, I've just been really busy. And so I basically got on there yesterday and said, this is the process. If you want to submit a story to the show, because I haven't had a story submission in a while. I've just been getting on there and talking about what I'm passionate about, what I think will help people. Yesterday, I just got on there and said, you know what? It's it's about breaking beyond that fear. If it's a fear or something else holding you back, like you need to let that go. You think you're not good enough to write fiction or just to write in general, like you need to let that go and just do it. It's not about being perfect. It's about sharing your story to inspire other people. Like who cares if you have some typos or your sentences aren't complete or whatever it is. It's like, just write the story. And if you really want to do it and share your story, like a lot of these people have their own online businesses. And so I'd feel like, you know, you really want to put your story out there in creative ways. We do something different and this is an opportunity for them to do that. And I just, you know, I got, I guess I got a little bit irritated because, for me, it's like people want the quick fixes. They don't want to sit down and do deep work. And that's yep. exactly what I'm trying to call people back to is that deep work. Yep. You know, I'm so anyways, that was me on, on my high horse for a minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> my think, goodness, we're just, just, just talking and talking and talking. Anyway, I think this is I a talking show. I'm sorry. What's the talking show? What am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Done, I'm done with talking. We can get into, finally, the book. Let's talk about the book. Okay, cool. So. So this week. Summary. Chapter. Chapter six. Yeah, okay. I have to say first, this is my favorite one so far. (laughs) Why? Because I liked the two new characters that were introduced. They, while I feel like... So hang on, hang on. This is the summary. We're not talking about the chapter yet. So summarize, you. Okay, 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 okay. Um, uh, So they enter the woods, right? The wolf leaves them into the woods and Gary gets like, what he thinks he gets ambushed, but not really. He uh, runs off screaming because he's scared by a giant and finds out that these people are actually old friends of Wolf and Aunt Cole, and um, they kind of sit around the campfire talking for a bit. We get to know these two new characters. I didn't write their names down, but um, then there's a lot of, like, references and discussions that Garion's not really clued in on, and as the reader, we're not either, so it's kind of like, left us wondering, like, who is Aunt Pole really, and um, was she somebody else before? So um, we find out at the end of the chapter that they're actually following somebody who has something <laughs> that Mr. Wolf <laughs> knows about. And Gary and just wonders to himself, well, it must be pretty important that they've uprooted me for my whole life 
to follow this person. So basically chapter. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes, so I just love, it's so, so sort of sweet. We're kind of reminded about how young Garion is in this chapter, I think, you know, they're walking along the road and it's such a, I get such a beautiful picture in my head, like of the, you know, the adventure. So they're walking along the dark, dark road. They've left the farm. And then I can sort of, they, he's so tired. He's sort of stumbling along the road and practically asleep. And he's, and you just remember that he's a little boy. Like he's just a young, he's 14. He's just a young kid. And I'm, I'm just, it's like he, he it's his, it's almost like his first test of fortitude. Like, this, this little, because it's, it's not like he's being coddled or, or, or held up by Aunt Paul and Mr. Wolf or Dernick. Like there's the four of them walking along the dark road and he's just doing his own thing and stumbling over his feet. And then, when, you know, by the time they turn off the road and walk a mile into the forest, like across the fields and into the forest, he's like falling over and practically crying. And I just like, oh. Yeah, it was so, you know, like, so I've said it before, but I know it's so nice just to slow right down and appreciate every single stumble and like discomfort that Garion's feeling and all the characters. Like, I'm so appreciative of being able to, you know, just to have this opportunity to just experience it all again, like, really experience it, not just read the story and remember what I think is the story because I read it really quickly because I've read it so many times, but just, but because of this show to read every single word. And so, yeah, I I felt for him. (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's, I, I, yeah, I didn't pick up on that stuff too much with my my first read through this though. I mean, it's a lot just trying to like remember everything. So, but yeah, I, I realize um, everything you say is, is like, yeah, it is the fact that he is so young, just having to walk through these, the meadows and the forests and that in the dark and not knowing yeah. what's going on. And Well, that's and what like, makes this such an interesting discussion is because I've, I'm going to see things that you won't see. And you're going to be intrigued by stuff that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a thing. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so because I'm I'm more in, intrigued not right now by things I don't know yet, right? Yes. Like yes. as you are as a reader, but exactly. you already know everything, so now you can really appreciate it. And so yeah, I can sort of sink right into the little details now that I didn't mm-hmm. notice the first time because I was so excited about finding out what the story was going to do next. Like yeah, yeah. right. And, and like the, I love the whole scene with Gary and when he first sees the giant and runs off the other way. And yeah. <laughs> so he's like almost delirious with, he's so tired. He's barely functioning. He's almost weeping. And they, 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 you know, hit the, um, some booming voice out of the darkness says stop, you know, and then he just sees the outline in the gloom of this, gigantic man he literally what did he say he literally screams giant and runs right. off into the forest <laughs> right yeah and, and that's the thing is but these two, two new characters like i i believe they are like just different forms of humans like they just look a lot different than them but the way he interprets them i was visualizing them as like okay here's a giant and then here's this other little guy he calls him like a weasel-faced man, but I always yeah. envisioned him as like this little kind of troll of some sort. <laughs> or, 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 a go- <laughs> or a goblin. Oh my god, that's so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> because the way he describes him and then the way they compare him to the bigger yeah. guy. Yes. Yeah, I just visualize this little... Uh, I'm trying to think of who, like maybe from like the Harry Potter movies, the goblins, the big nose and that. <laughs> right? oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. 
Both guys, his name is Silk. We discover. Yeah, this is himself as Silk. Yeah, and I, I really liked him a lot, though. I thought he he's. I think he's going to be one that I like a lot. Yeah. So he's the one who went after Gary and brought him back. Mm-hmm. So Gary is stumbling along in the forest, and 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 Silk um, sort of stops him, grabs him. <laughs> Do you remember what Gary says? No. Why are you going to eat me? Why are you going to eat me? That's probably part of what contributed to my (laughs) visualization, too. (laughs) These guys are some type of different creature. Because why else would he be reacting so (laughs) terrified? Because he's delirious and tired and terrified. (laughs) So (laughs) you're going to eat me. And no, and so they get back to they go back to the others who have a fire going by this stage, and we discover that Silk is a little man with dark, short, sort of hacked off, scruffy hair. He looks completely disreputable, like someone you really wouldn't trust, and um, he's not very much taller than Garriot. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just love thinking of him as a troll. <laughs> it puts a whole different slant on so much of the story. <laughs> I'm curious, like, how many other people reading this went the same way as I did? Because I'm sure I'm not the only one. Because they really just said it. And the way, the fact they called him a weasel-faced man, like, the weasel face, I automatically, I know, I know, man, but, and he's described as so little, too, so it's kind of like, I just went right to those um, goblins from Harry Potter, like, when they're, like, in the last books, when the the goblin's actually with him on the road, and they're, like, traveling. Well, you've got to remember, these are written, these books are written in the 80s. Harry Potter was not even a twinkle in J.K. Rowling's eye back then. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, but it's it's just that's what it reminded me of. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's so interesting the different the way that the different influences um, in our lives. Yeah. So had I read it before re- reading Harry yeah. Potter, I was older and I yeah. read this as a young child. Maybe I wouldn't have gone there. But yeah. it's so interesting. And then <laughs> so yeah, they get back to the fire and they're all sitting around. And Barrack is the name of the giant man. Mm-hmm. And whenever I Whenever I um, visualize Barrack, I see like a gigantic Viking warrior, kind of with big red braids and a beard and right um, chainmail and sword and stuff. He, uh, I visualized as um, oh god, Merida's dad in the movie Brave. That's who I. Oh see. my god, that's so <laughs> that's so yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's what I see. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so they describe him as like tree trunk sized legs and t- Garion's brain just can't allow that he's a, and it's actually very similar language speaking. Oh, we refer to Harry Potter so much. This should be the <laughs> Bill Garion and Harry Potter show. But um, when they talk about him, like he's too big to be allowed, it's almost the same language that JK Rowling uses to describe um, Hagrid the first time that Harry sees Hagrid, like he's too big to be allowed. Yeah. Yep. And I'm wondering that I'm sure Hagrid's probably bigger than this man. If this this one's actually a man, not half giant, right? But I'm wondering though, because the way they describe him, he seems to be pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're on the fire. Um, they sit down and eat like some type of turnip soup or something. Oh, but remember, mm-hmm. before we get to the turnip soup, Aunt Paul was furious. She's like such a strict ass bitch. Sometimes I really want to smack her. He was scared. Yeah. Damn it! I, all my mothering instincts kicked in, and I wanted to smack her. <laughs> <laughs> and what? Okay. What part are you referring to? So when they got back to the fire um, and there's a reference, there's a line that says, and Art Paul was furious. Because he ran away. Because he'd run off, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, she reminds me a lot of one of my own aunts, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. But, but, and, but as an adult now, I have, like, a great relationship with her. Like, I love her. Most of my family still doesn't get her, but 
Yeah. Underneath that tough, and this is what I feel with Aunt Paul, is I feel like she's so strict because she's she's forced to keep just yeah. a lot of stuff inside. Yeah, yeah, I think that you're probably right. And so I think he's going to learn. I think Aunt Paul is going to become somebody he learns so much about who she really is. He's going to realize that, wow, I get why she is was so tough my entire life you are gonna love this story you are gonna <laughs> love, love love this story yes so they're all around the fire eating their turnip stew right that sounded pleasant i thought I could, ga- I could gag just reading about it <laughs> turnips i don't eat just in general and the fact that it was some type of a soup just thrown together out in the woods you know it's like uh I'm sure it was. We don't, we don't have any carrots or potatoes. Are you sure? Well, I don't know. They only referenced the turnips and chunks of meat, and there was some bread, but Garion was so hungry, he ate it all. Right. And that's how it is. You're starving enough, anything will taste good. Absolutely. And so there were three wagons in a semicircle around the fire. They all sat, they ate the food, and then Mr. Wolf revealed. <laughs> yeah isn't this where they, they, he first references that there's somebody he's following or he tells somebody uh, or he starts I can't remember, to... but they're going they're traveling so that they're, they're, they're traveling to find the person who has the thing we don't know what it is yet and the disguise that mr wolf has decided upon is wagoneers driving right. turnip wagons and up pole is just dis- Disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get, I didn't get it. I'm like, what's the problem with Wagoneers? What do you have against them? Well, I think that maybe she's like wanted something a bit more classy, maybe. I don't know. Like, so it just, it just got, it points to exactly who the hell is, are they, that she would object to disguising herself as a wagoneer having just come from a farm where she was the bloody cook right yeah and that's i guess what i didn't get it because i have no idea who is she i know she's not who she seems to be but i don't know who she really is yet so yeah so she's like immediately not the same person like she's not behaving the same way at all right because and then this is where um mr wolf introduces her to the other two and says this is Aunt Paul, and they're like, Aunt Paul? And it's yes. almost like the way they do it, it's kind of like, but your name was something else before. Yes, it's very deliberate. So it's done very deliberately to stop them from calling her whatever it is that they know her as. Yeah, that's exactly what I picked up on. So um, that's why I started to be like, okay, well, now I want to know who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's, so that's that, and then... Um, and then they all head out. They they pack up, they put the fire out, and then they head off like in the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just sort of that's about the end of it. They, they Gary and falls asleep in the back of one of the hello puppy. <laughs> What's your puppy's name? Her name is Flower. Flower wants to be part of the podcast, and since we can't make her not part of the podcast, welcome right. Flower to Belgariot and beyond. Oh, yeah. She's always here, even if you don't hear her. <laughs> right at my feet. Never leaves. So, uh, yeah. So, no, they, they, they sort of load up into the wagons and off they go. Yeah. And and I like the, the little reference where um, as they're getting into the wagons and everybody's kind of getting into their own and Garen made sure that he got with Aunt Paul and Mr. Wolf. He's like, I am not riding with Silk in that. Yeah, because yeah, oh. Silk was the only one by himself he was going out front and then Barrack asked Dernick to get up with him in a wagon and then yeah Aunt Paul and Mr Wolf were in a wagon yeah and and that's really kind of no 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 he might you say he's a friend but well I no yeah and then we get that last reference as he's dozing in and out when he's hearing that conversation again yeah. about well who who are they following and if yeah. and Aunt Paul seems really concerned like well what if he's not here then what are we gonna do well if he's not there what are we gonna do and I can tell Mr. Wolf is just kind of annoyed. He's like, just, just shut up. <laughs> like, just let me handle this. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then yeah. Gary falls asleep. 
right. Good chapter. Good chapter. Very good chapter. Now, so for you, what what magic stood out from this chapter? Okay, so there's not a lot of blatant magic in this chapter, and that's the kind of I really enjoyed it. The you know just slight undercurrent of otherness about it, you know, where where there's just this little nod that that wolf can follow whatever this thing is and the person who has it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the, just that slight reference. So, so it's sort of, that's the undercurrent of this whole, you know, the reason why they've left the farm and they're on this adventure. So it's sort of, um, yeah, I love that kind of magic where it's just part of everything and doesn't, it doesn't have an explanation or require an explanation because it's just the way it is. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, what about you? Okay. <laughs> What's yeah, that look on your face? You just about <laughs> rolled your eyes out the other side of your head. <laughs> because you already like cracked up about this, so we can laugh a little bit more. But I'll be nice. I, I, I'm laughing at you. I know. I know. Okay. And I'm saying this because it's going to be funny because the magic I chose <laughs> was the giant and the weasel face to man. Because, like I said before, <laughs> I envisioned them initially, and I realized it after I finished the chapter that these are just men. But initially, as Garyans first experiencing them, I'm visualizing them as creatures, like yes, yes, yes. Okay. a giant with all this hair on him yes. and a weasel-faced goblin-type man. <laughs> um, <laughs> <and> so, <laughs> yeah, Gary <I> did laugh. <laughs> <laughs> It was just really fun to like for a second think that there were these creatures and that was kind of just that like is a- that is cool though I like <laughs> it a lot yeah okay, and, cool. and, and since there was nothing else that's that's what I went to and it was funny because as you initially picked up on laughing at the goblin reference um, I knew this was coming so <laughs> um, it was just kind of a nice setup <laughs> nice okay so. So. Relating to your real life. Okay, personal insight of the chapter. So it was actually really sweet. Like I, every time, and it happens every time I read it, this particular scene with Garion, right at the end of the chapter where Garion's kind of made a bed in the lumpy turnip sacks and he's as comfortable as he can get. He's so tired, that's pretty comfortable. And, you know, pulls his cloak up around him and his hood over himself and he's just kind of lying there staring up at the at the stars you know listening to the conversation that he doesn't understand and drifting in and out of sleep and every time I read that I go back to when I was a kid like pre-teens and we lived in the country and so whenever we went on a big vacation or any vacation you had to drive a long way i'm from central queensland in australia and you want to go anywhere you're going to drive a really bloody long way and so I've, our vacations always started out in those pre-dawn hours like before five o'clock we were in the car so mum would mum and dad would have the let me say mum and dad mum would have the car packed the day before you know the night before mm-hmm. she would do that after we had all gone to bed and so it was like this um it was like this magical experience. You would wake up and the car would magically be packed and she would, you would walk out, you know, she would get you dressed and or maybe even still in your pyjamas, depending. And you would, we would go outside and you know that smell of 5am? Yeah. It's nothing like it. And so, so you know, Garion's like, I am Garion lying in the turnip cart smelling this adventure that's coming in this in this pre-dawn hour and then I can remember we would get into the van because we had a minivan we had five kids in our family and mum would make have made up a bed on each of the seats for us this was pre-seatbelt time and so I would climb in to one of the long bench seats and I can remember 
lying back and looking up out of the window backwards at the stars as we started to drive along to go on our vacation. And that is just... That sounds amazing. Oh, so amazing. I, I, I used to play feel it all right now. Pardon? I can just feel it all right now. Like if it's that, I was sat myself. I would play games with the moon, like the moon would follow me. And that was like magical. How does that happen? Yeah. My kids say the same thing to me right now. (laughs) Mom, the moon's following her. The clouds are falling. It's just amazing how kids pick up on that. They they really tune into that stuff. And And as an adult, you just kind of go by and never notice it. Like, and out, out. Central, out at Charleville, this, you can see the stars. Holy shit. It's amazing. And it's just, yeah. So there you go. That's my personal insight. <laughs> Beautiful memory. That's a good one. Um, mine is kind of close to that, but it's when, like at the very end, when he's dozing in and out, like hearing them talking. I remember so many times as a kid, whether it was my parents or we were, like visiting the family um, and I'd be like taking a nap on the couch in the living room at someone's house or something while the grown-ups were having conversations and I just remember always kind of I'd wake up and like hear a bit of it and then go back to sleep and sometimes it was stuff to where I'm like oh I, I have to remember to ask about that later but then I would never remember because I'd fall asleep again wake up and be like in a different place you know uh, mentally in a different place but it just reminded me of that like I, again I think of with my family and they live in Blythe California which is like the desert of California and I'm in San Diego like the, closer to the coast so when I go visit Blythe in the summers as a kid um, I remember always my grandma speaks no English only Spanish and so it was always just this kind of comforting sound to hear her talking to my mom or aunts and uncles and they're just all having this conversation in Spanish that I never learned. I know enough to understand her, um, but I don't speak it enough to like give her a response. <laughs> Thankfully she understands English enough to understand, but it was just always that kind of like, yeah, that's comforting uh, type feeling. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. A little bit of comfort to end a chapter that started so <laughs> well you know I needed some comfort that started chapter so yeah at the start of the chapter Gary I needed some comfort too yeah nice Run way to round it out nice tie-in chicky mm-hmm. okay so shall we do some prophecy my love yes to go with women who run with the wolves this week because I'm feeling like I got a little bit sticky here in the mud with my queenie complex and I might need just a little bit of direction so that is the general question now is this what type of book is this is it self-help book is it Women Who um, Run With The Wolves is actually um, Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Esther's, Esther, I'm probably saying it wrong, she's Spanish. Estes? It's Estes. It's Estes. But it's actually her, um, her doctorate, um, her, her thesis, is this is her thesis in a, nice. in a book. And it's, um, she, 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 dives into traditional storytelling and um, she's a cantadora of her people. So she's a storyteller, a teacher storyteller. And so it's lots of different traditions and she, 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 she gives the traditional telling of fairy tales that, you know, have been prettied up in modern times, but goes right into the tri- the like the, the, the traditional wisdom contained in all of these stories and really pulls it apart and it's just like 
one of my Bibles for, for women's wisdom, really deep, deep women's wisdom. Mm-hmm. And um, so the title is Women Who Run With the Wolves, Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype. Yeah, I like that one. So, that's a wow. copy somewhere. Oh, it's amazing. Let me see. Okay. Holding question in my mind. <sighs> ah, okay. <sighs> Shit. What dies? Illusion dies. Expectations die. Greed for having it all, for wanting to have it all, be beautiful only. All this dies. Because love always causes a decent a descent into the death nature. We can see why it takes abundant self-power and soulfulness to make that commitment. When one commits to love, one also commits to the revivification of the essence of skeleton woman and all her teaching. Wow. Sounds like an answer you were looking for. Wow. Yes. Do we need any further explanation? I don't think so. Yeah, that one was pretty direct. <laughs> I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you, I drew a tarot card um, a few days ago and I didn't, that's not the answer I wanted, damn it. So I just kind of left it there on the table. And then today I got the cards out again and asked the same question. I thought, well, you know, a couple of days have passed. We just tuck this card back in the pack and, you know, let's just ask the question again because we've moved forward a little bit. It's going to be a bit different. And I shuffle, shuffle, and I turn the cards upside down and I shuffle some more and I ruffle them and I shuffle and then I turn up the same friggin' card. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, universe. (laughs) Right. I've been there. (laughs) I I know that. And it's not necessarily the tarot cards, but I do my own stuff and it's the same. Mm-hmm. Like it, it'll come up or one person says it and they're like, oh no, I don't, I don't even go there. And then an hour later, another person says it and I'm like, oh, gosh, dang it. Dang it. No. Gosh, dang it. I know. I'm trying to keep it PG and I forget we don't need to. No, so you like, show. you're so cute when you say, gosh, dang it. I love it. <laughs> um... Okay, so for mine, I'm going to do a wrinkle in time one more time because not only is this lot now like my soul book, <laughs> um, but I finished, I finished it. And so it's been just really awesome experience to have it finished. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to pick one. Let's see. For me, uh, I don't know. I mean, just what I talked about in my last week, I guess, as I continue to go on that path, you know, becoming, and this is where I get the idea of a warrior of light. Like I have that as my, on my social media now that I am calling myself a warrior of light. (gasps) I haven't noticed that. Comes from this book. They talk about being a warrior of light. And after that experience I had where I was literally like battling this darkness in me, Mm Mm-hmm to the point of physical illness that I decided it's time for me to claim that. And it's funny just how it all comes together when you, you need it, right? Like this book. Yeah, I, funny is maybe the word I would not use, but yes. <laughs> divine intervention. It's, it's like that term. I really needed it at that time in my life yeah, right now. Yeah. So, and, What's, what are you telling me? What is this prophecy about? So, just the continuation of like coming into my real self, reconnecting. Okay, so a bit of guidance coming into your real self. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm scared. No, um, come on, light warrior. So let's see. This is like dialogue, so we'll see what it says. <clears throat> From the top of the page, a most primitive way of putting it, the man with red eyes murmured. Okay, this is the bad guy, one of the bad guys. He gestured slightly with one finger, and Meg and Calvin were released. Thanks, Calvin said wryly. Now, if you are a friend, will you tell us who or what you are? 
it's not necessary for you to know who I am. I am the prime coordinator. That is all you need to know. But you're being spoken, but you're being spoken through, aren't you? Just like Charles Wallace. Are you hypnotized too? I told you that was too primitive a word without the correct connotations. Now, hang on. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have to stop because you just got your message. I, I know. That's why I want to keep going. <laughs> okay. But I'll stop because no, no, I think... No, this is your prophecy. Don't let me tell you what to do. Oh, okay. Well, I'm already halfway through the page. <clears throat> okay, so this is, this is the guy, the man with red eyes. Honestly, yeah. a bad guy. I told you that was too primitive a word without the correct connotations, the word being hypnotized. Um, and then Calvin says, is it you who are going to take us to Mr. Murray? That's their father they've been looking for. No, it's not necessary, nor is it possible for me to, to leave here. Charles Wallace will conduct you. Okay. Now, I still think the first bit was your prophecy. It was. It was. Now, it's funny that it started off with this man with red eyes. Because in this story, um, it, this story really helped me grasp a lot of stuff that has gone on within me for a long time. Uh -huh. um, and again, back to the experience that really mm -hmm. shook me with that, that darkness. Yep. Um, this man with red eyes, the fact that in Calvin, the fact that Calvin's the one having a conversation with him, even though all three of the children are in the room with him. Because Calvin is the one that most inspired me because he is that child that I never was, that I always wanted to be. And so reading him is like, it feels like the sense of relief because I now... Uh, know that I can be that person too. Mm -hmm. I just have to choose to. So I think it's it's just about like Calvin saying, you know, he's basically questioning this man with red eyes. He's telling him, you don't need to know who I am. He's like, but well, yeah, we kind of do. Like, are you being hypnotized by basically the ultimate dark force, just like this little boy is now? Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, that's that's I guess. Like Calvin is kind of like my own voice right now mm -hmm. of standing up to the darkness and saying like, no, it's not really that way. You know, Yes, it's, it's, it's this way and you're not going to trick me anymore. Oh, nice, nice, <laughs> nice, 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 darling. So even more so than he was before, Calvin is now one of my new heroes. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, this prophecy thing, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. That has me, I feel all like light and chilly, yeah. like tingly. So dear listener, try prophecy for yourself with a book off your bookshelf, whichever book you pick up, ask a question, hold it in your hands, open the page, read what is in front of your nose, apply it, tell us what it is, send us something on yeah. social media, where are we, on Instagram, is that a good yeah. place? Instagram because you can put up a photo of the book or the passage. Great idea. Using the hashtag prophecy speaks, right? Okay, so go onto your Instagram hashtag prophecy speaks, hashtag Bill Garriott and beyond, or add us. Add us at, at well, you know, like tag us somehow. I don't know. I <laughs> I'm sorry, my daughters would be totally ashamed of their ancient mother for not knowing the tech speak. I'm a Facebook chicky. Oh, it's the same. It's just at more Belgarian and beyond, probably. I, you know I, what? Uh, you know what we will do. I will make sure that all of the stuff and the clicky things are in the show notes, so yeah. that you can follow the destructions and hashtag whatever we need you to hashtag at the time. How about that? A little insight. Because we have yet to create the Instagram account, and I'm going to do that this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> time traveling, time traveling, time traveling. <laughs> I don't believe Bulgaria and Beyond will be taken, but just in case it is. Um, oh, shit, yeah. I didn't think about that. No, we are totally original, and I will wave my scepter and put my queen crown on, and damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. I don't, I don't think anybody is that creative to get this yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and on that note, I'll say check me out at uh, goddesskindle.com or yourkindvoice.goddesskindle.com for all of the kind voice therapeutic life coachy goodness that I am. Yeah, that's a good one. I like the your kind voice. I really love that. And <laughs> um, for me, you can go to aliciaseymour.com. Everything is there. You can find the podcast there. All of my, I'm really just on Instagram, but and now I'm kind of getting into YouTube a little bit, so you can find me there. Well, fun. Yeah, so we'll just have a little collection of clicky things you can explore to your heart's content. Yeah. Excellent. Love you. Have a good week, everybody. We'll see you next week, another chapter. Bye. Bye. My nose keeps itching me because it's so dry right here. <laughs> <laughs>